Insurance for the New Possible is back for our final segment live at the Singapore FinTech Festival. And somebody thought it would be a good idea to like turn the tables on me and ask me a few questions. And to be fair, I haven't even said my name for the past two days. My name is Michael Waits, joined by Gabriel Lazaro. Gabriel wants to ask me a few questions. I'm not sure what they're going to be. Let's see what we get. Gabriel, no, please go good. ahead. It's great to have you here as always. <laughs> Do your thing. No, thank you, Michael. It has been fantastic two days. First of all, thank you to thank you, you very much for, for the amazing two days and, and all the guests, right? Thank I you. Was, I was, and thank you for, for taking the, the globe that I sent you. Because you I, didn't, I was thinking yesterday, yeah, I would like to talk to Michael, right? Okay. After such a, because I moved here two years and a half ago in, in the middle of COVID. Oh, right. right. And... I'm coming from U.S. Your podcast and the work that you are doing really helped me to understand the region, <laughs> to understand about what's going on on tech, <laughs> to understand what's going on in insurance. So thank you. So it was now being here in this table is, is an awesome thank moment. Thank you very much. So it was fantastic. So I was I was I was asking them to make some questions to, to Michael, right? Ask because me anything. You have been I've been listening to you um, in the podcast that we are doing, right? You 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 moved here 30 years ago. 33. 33 years ago, and, and you have a, a, a fantastic career in, as an investor banker, JP Morgan, if I'm not mistaken. Morgan Stanley, Stanley, Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs in Japan, right? Yes. And then how, how, how did you pivot <clears throat> into content? Because now you are super successful with, <laughs> with, with, with uh, your, 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 your technology podcast around Asia and everything. So how, how, how that, 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 that pivot you know, from, from, Financial services, international career to be, you know, a, a fantastic content creator. So one of the things that I do when I do my podcast, and I think one of the things that I do that differentiates me is I'm trying to figure out who you are in the context of what you do. And the philosophy I have is this, and I'll get to me in a second, is that educated, intelligent people can be good at anything. But to be great at something, you have to care about it. And you can't start caring about it today. You have to have cared about it forever. When I was 12 and 13 years old, a lot of my wealthier friends, so we, grew, we grew up poor, but a lot of the places where we lived had a wealthy surroundings. And a lot of my wealthy friends started buying video cameras and they would connect, they would connect microphones to them with very long cables. And I always felt compelled to grab the mic and start interviewing people. And I love doing it. And I also want to make another point. People talk a lot about being introverted and extroverted. And people think being introverted means shy and extroverted means, <clears throat> means being outgoing. It doesn't really mean that. An introvert is someone who gets energy from themselves. An extrovert is someone who gets energy from other people. That's right. I'm an extrovert. I get energy from talking to other people, listening to other people, and learning from other people. And all I was doing from when I was 12 years old or 13 until I turned 50 was waiting for technology to catch up to my vision. And here's the other thing. What do I talk about on my shows? I talk about tech. I talk about finance. I talk about money. I talk about insurance. My entire life at Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs was taking technology to make financial services business more productive in a customer-facing way. That's what I talk about today. So in a way, and this is what I mean when I say I don't even feel like I've pivoted. I just feel like I'm behaving and acting on a different surface. That surface is now media, whereas before that was in the provision of financial services. Does that make sense? But I'm still having the same conversations. It makes sense, but... <clears throat> I'm 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 in the other side of the table, right? I'm like I'm, I'm part of the financial services, right. a large institution, right? H how was the the leapfrog to say okay, or, or it was you started like 
like some side project and then you, you no, grow no, no, up. No, no. So it, it, because it requires a lot of courage, right? To, to, <laughs> to jump into that known and now looking backward, right? 10 years from now, I think you said that everyone looked like a success, but there's <laughs> a lot of effort behind. Right. So, and I guess building that should be at moments of, geez, what I'm doing, right? So yeah. you, 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 I think you, 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 the way you think, right? The way you act, you, that you're very, organized, hardworking people, right? I try. That. So what, how was that moment? Did you jump into the pool? What was this? So one of the things we used to talk about, again, because we were the providers of technology in the financial services business, we always knew that we were going to automate ourselves out of work. We were going to innovate ourselves out of work. I was very comfortable doing it. So by the time that that actually happened, I was ready for it. And when I left my last job, I thought I want to do something really different. And I wanted to create the vision that I'd had my whole life. And was it risky? Yeah. But, you know, financial service is really all about understanding risk, managing that risk, and then mitigating that risk. And is it scary? Yeah. And I think that any entrepreneur that tells you that it's not is one of two things, lying or delusional. And I'm not sure which one is worse. And you were thinking you were going to have this success where you, where you are, where you, you, where you are, where you thought you, you, you were going to be, or, or you are still thinking you, 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 what, what, what? I'm curious about. So one of the lessons that I learned when I was sitting on the trading desk was <clears throat> to be successful, you have to envision a future. You can't just do little individual tasks and hope that they'll lead to something. It doesn't mean that you'll get to that exact future, but it means that you build a pathway there. And if you don't know where that path is leading at all, if it's not a purposeful path, you'll never build anything. So if I had, if I had shown you the diagram that I drew probably six years ago now, It had media sitting in the middle, a circular around it, and a bunch of spokes outside of it. And that's kind of what we're building. And we're just doing it methodically and, and purposefully. So are we, are, are we where I thought I was going to be? We're on the road, for sure. But we're not satisfied. <laughs> and you haven't asked me what we think we're building. We want to build the largest integrated media company in Asia that the rest of the world knows about. Wow. Yeah. No, that I love this bold vision, and you are you are getting there, right? Honestly, and, I'll get and there. You're, you're we'll get there. Fantastic. Martin and I will definitely do this. Definitely, I I would like to, <laughs> after knowing a little bit about your journey, and also, um, as you were saying, you are you are an, you are an extrovert. I think I'm an, an, an introvert. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> but but I think it's kind of a good 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 mix, right? And, yep. and you are talking with so many smart people uh, on those journeys, right? And especially during during you know around tech insurance, so. What are the kind of, um, if you can, if you like to summarize um, three things that, that you have learned the last, the last year, or <coughs> could be around technology, could be around that you said, yes, these are the kind of, uh, that I, you would like to highlight, uh, looking backwards, the, like in the last 12, 15 months, that <coughs> could, be, could be from technology, could be for someone that... I'll, I'll give you a few, at least two. The first is, no technology is useful merely for technology's sake whether it's artificial intelligence or electricity. What are you going to use it for? How's it going to enable somebody? How's it going to empower somebody to get something done? And I think once you figure that out, you're no longer as afraid as somebody who doesn't understand that it's not about the tech. It's about how humans use and empower that tech to make their lives better. The second thing is that most people who look like they're building things are chasers. I've thought about this word a lot. So... And I had a conversation, I think it was with, um, I can't remember earlier, but the useless thing about it, I don't want to talk about buzzwords. 
maybe that was you actually. And if you if you think about it, if we'd been at the Singapore FinTech Festival four years ago, we would have been talking about blockchain. Yeah. Three years ago would have been the metaverse, right? That's right. Two years ago would have been something else. This year it's probably AI. The idea is none of that stuff matters. It's how am I going to take technology to actually use it for things that are good, but don't chase it. Right. And if you're the guy who four years ago changed your middle name to Bob Blockchain Thomas, you're never going to succeed at anything. Find the thing that you really care about and commit some energy to it. And I think that if you do that, you have a higher chance of success. The other thing is most people give up. They really do. Most people don't have the stamina to go out and actually build something. And it's not because they're too afraid. It may just be because their life has other mitigating circumstances. You know this from building a business internally. It's just really hard. And there are so many times where you just want to give up, but you don't. And I think that's actually one of the reasons why we work together well is because there's a desire to take things to vision. That's right. Because having the vision is easy, but taking it to a vision that's is right. really hard. That's the fun part, right? That's the most fun part is actually saying, I had this idea and then this happened. That's right. I was I was talking with the folks, right? Because I think it's um, these two days that today we end, right? Yeah, and and I think we, we start with the vision that you you throw your ideas. I think you know, I think we are we are we are smart enough to understand good ideas, and then <laughs> okay, let's make that happen. And right. from 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 an, a conversation, a PowerPoint, and few things, now it's real, right? right. And looking back, it's such an amazing event. It's, that's right? the fun part. Such an amazing event. Um, looking forward, right? right? We are in the fintech insurance. So where where, where do you see where do you see insurance uh, three years from now? Right? It's like. We're talking about embedded insurance, digital, but what's what's your what's what's your, what what do you think is going to be the the, the way forward? It's going to be a, an expansion where we have. You think is going to? So I, I'm curious about it. So here's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. And again, I spent a lot of time thinking about this, particularly in the context of all the conversations right. that I'm lucky enough to have. I think in the old days, and we can go back five years, ten years, fifty years. It doesn't matter. Insurance is a business with purpose. But that purpose was hard to implement because the technology didn't exist to make it easy to do. That's right. It doesn't mean that the companies didn't want to do it. It meant that it was hard to do and hard to implement at over scale, right? But I think what's happened is now that the whole world is changing at rapid pace, that I believe that the insurance industry has figured out how to change just as rapidly. And once you build sort of the base tech platform to be able to do that, again, as an enabler, not as a final product, Now you can start creating products, individualized, personalized, but at scale. Got it. That you've always wanted to do. That's right. But couldn't do. That's what I think is going to happen. I think we'll look back five years from now and think, yeah, we actually thought that was going to happen. Again, executing on the vision, getting to that vision and saying, we knew this was going to happen. We took the path and we did it. That's I, what I think. I, I completely agree, Michael. I think the scale is going to be <clears throat> something that... Even for, for us in our journey, right? When, yeah. I, when, when we are building, you see the numbers that I share, right? And it's, it's scale is the name. And the conversations that we are having during these two days with, with other platforms, fintechs, right? Kind of awesome, yeah. It's kind of awesome. Everyone everyone is, is understanding the concept. Everyone wants to scale and right. everyone wants to do it. So it's, it's, it's plenty of opportunities. So, so, Michael, thank you. I know you want to say anything else. Any, any, I do. Any, any What I want to do is I want to thank you and the team for allowing us to do this. Again, having a vision is great, but having a partner to help you execute that vision is almost more important. One of the other things that I say is nobody succeeds alone. You can't do stuff by yourself. Everybody wants to brag about, I did this, I implemented this, I conceptualized that. It doesn't really matter. You have to have the right people around you to actually come to vision. The second thing I want to say is we've been live at the Singapore FinTech Festival with Insurance for the New Puzzle for two straight days. 
something that nobody ever thought was going to happen. We were live yesterday for almost six hours, live today for seven hours. My goodness, guys. You're not a glitch, fantastic. not nothing. And again, this is the power of unbelievable teamwork. I want to thank everybody that listened, that watched, and all the guests whose names I can't remember that participated. And also thank you and your teams, Judy, Petrina, and everybody else that made this possible. I, I had an amazing time. I hope you enjoyed it and I f found it useful as well. No, I means echo that, Michael. <clears throat> Thanks very much to you and Martin, right? Unbelievable partnerships, right? Completely agree with you. I mean, everything is about look around and about the team yeah. effort, building things together and having unbelievable people around with the energy, the professionalism that you have. Thanks, Judy, as well, Petrina, all the team, all the guests. And yeah, that's, that's the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Let's scale this up. Let's do big things. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us at the Chubb Insurance booth for these past two days at the Singapore FinTech Festival. We really hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Follow Insurance for the New Possible on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. Sign up for our newsletter on insuranceforthenewpossible.com and look for new content every month. See you soon.